ಜಿಹಾರಿ ಗೋಪಿ ಜನ ವಲ್ಲಿರ್ವರದಾರಿ ಜಯ ಗೋಪಿ ಜನ ವಲ್ಲಿರ್ವರದಾರಿ ಜಯ ಗೋಪಿ ಜನ ವಲ್ಲಿರ್ವರದಾರಿ ಜಯ ಗೋಪಿ ಜನ ಗಿರ್ವರದಾರಿ ಜಯ ರಾಧ ಮಾಧವ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಜಯ ಯಶೋಧನಾಂದನ ವ್ರಜ ಜನ ರಾಂಜನ ಸ್ತನಾಂದನ ವ್ರಜ ಜನ ರಾಂಜನ ಯಶೋಧನಾಂದನ ವ್ರಜ ಜನ ರಾಂಜನ ಜಮುನತೀರಾವನ ಜಮುನತೀರಾಮುನತೀರಾವನ ಚಾರಿ ಜಯ ರಾಧ ಮಾಧವ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಜಯ ರಾಧ ಮಾಧವ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಜಯ ರಾಧ ಮಾಧವ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಜಯ ಗೋಪಿ ಜನ ವಲ್ಲಿರ್ವರದಾರಿ ಜಯ ಗೋಪಿ ಜನ ವಲ್ಲಿರ್ವರದಾರಿ ಜಯ ಗೋಪಿ ಜನ ವಲ್ಲಿರ್ವರದಾರಿ ಜಯ ಗೋಪಿ ಜನ ಗಿರ್ವರದಾರಿ ಜಯ ರಾಧ ಮಾಧವ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಜಯ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಶೋಧನಾಂದನ ವ್ರಜ ಜನ ರಾಂಜನ ಯಶೋಧನಾಂದನ ವ್ರಜ ಜನ ರಾಂಜನ ಯಶೋಧನಾಂದನ ವ್ರಜ ಜನ ರಾಂಜನ ಜನ ಜಾಮುನ ತೀರಾವನ ಚಾರ ಜಮುನ ತೀರಾವನ ಚಾರಿ ಜಯ ರಾಧ ಮಾಧವ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಜಯ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಜಯ ರಾಧ ಮಾಧವ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರ ಜಯ 
कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम राम हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम गौरानिताय जय गौरानिताय गौरानिताय जय गौरानिताय जय जगन्नाता जय जगन्नाता जय बलदेवा जय सुभद्रा जय राधा बल्लभ राधा बल्लभ श्री राधे जय हरि बोल हरि बोल हरि बोल नित्य गौर हरि बोल नित्य गौर बोल नित्य गौरारी बो जय जय प्रभु 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 जय जय प्रभु जय जय प्रभु प्रभु जय जय प्रभु जय जय गुरुदेव 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 जय
ओम विष्णुपाद परमहंस प्रभकाचार्य शिष्यमद ऐसी भक्ति वेदांता स्वामी शिला प्रोपाद की जय अनंत कोटि वैष्णव वृंद की जय नाम आचार्य शिला हरिदास ठाकुर की जय प्रेम से कहो श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधार शिवासादि गौर भक्त वृंद की जय श्री श्री राधा कृष्ण श्याम कुंड राधा कुंड गिरि गोवर्धन की जय ब्रजभूमि वृंदावन धाम की जय मायापुर नवदीप धाम की जय गंगा माई की जय यमुना माई की जय तुलसी देवी की जय भक्ति देवी की जय ग्रंथराज श्रीमद्भागवतम की जय युगधरम हरे कृष्ण महामंत्र की जय शिशिगोणिताय की जय शिशि जगन्नाथ बलदेव सुभद्रा देवी की जय शिशि राधा वल्लभ की जय गौर प्रेमानंदी ओल गोरिश टू दी असेंबल डिबोटिस हरे कृष्णा ओल गोरिश टू दी असेंबल डिबोटिस हरे कृष्णा ओल गोरिश टू दी असेंबल डिबोटिस हरे कृष्णा ओल गोरिश टू गुरु इन गौरंगा ओम ज्ञान तिमरंध से जनंजना शलाकाया चाक्षुरुलमिलतम येना तस्मै श्रीगुरुवे नमः श्रीचैतन्य मनोबिस्तम स्थापितम येना भूतले स्वयं रूपाकदामायम तदाति स्वयं पदांतिकम वंदे हम श्री गुरुम से युद्ध पदाकमलम से गुरुम स्वाइष्णवम्स्चा श्री रूपम सहाग्रजातम सहागना रघुनातम वितम तम सजीवम साधवाइतम साधवूतम परिजना सहितम से कृष्णचैतन्य देवम श्राद्धा कृष्णपदां सहागना ललिता श्री विशाकाम वितम चा पंचकातरुभेशा कृपा सिंधु एवचा पतितानाम पावने भयो वैष्णवियो नमो नमो महावद्मियाय कृष्ण प्रेम अप्रदायते कृष्णाय कृष्ण चैतन्य नामिने गौर्त सिनमा ए कृष्णा करुणा सिंधु दीन बंधु जगतपते गोपेशा गोपिका कांता राधा कांत नमस्ते तप्त कंचन गोरंगी राधे वृंदवनेश्वरी ब्रिजभानुसुते देवी प्रणमामि हरि प्रिये Everybody together. Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadada Sivasadi Gaur Bhakta Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Om Namo Bhagwate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So we're going to read from Kento 6, Chapter 19, Text 7, 8 and 9. I'm going to read the text 7 and 8 and we're going to chant together 9. 
ओम नमो भागवते महापुरुषाय महानुभावाय महाविभूति प्रताये सह महाविभूति बलिम उपाहार रामिती अनेन आहार आहारा मत्रे न विष्णु अवाहन नहनाग्रह पद्योपाशन स्नानवास उपावितः विषुषाण गंधपुष्पादूपा दीपोपहारादी उपाचारन सुसाम ट्रांसलेशन शिला प्रभुपात शिला प्रभुपात की माय लॉर्ड विष्णु फुल ऑफ सिक्स ऑफ्लेंसेस यू आर द बेस्ट ऑफ ऑल एंजॉयर्स एंड मोस्ट पावरफुल ओ हस्बैंड ऑफ मदर लक्ष्मी आई ओ फॉर माय रेस्पेक्टफुल ऑफेंसेस ऑनटू यू यू हु आर अकंपनीड बाय मेनी एसोसिएटेड सक्सेस वर्क Sena, I offer all the paraphernalia for worshiping you. Once you chant this mantra every day with great attention while worshiping Lord Vishnu, with all paraphernalia such as water for washing his feet, hands and mouth, and water for his bath, one must offer his him various presentation for his worship, such as garments, a sacred thread, ornaments, scents, flowers, incense, and lamp. lamp. This. Did I read the right verse? Yeah. This mantra is very important. Anyone engaged in deity worship should chant this mantra, as quoted above, beginning with Om Namo Bhagavate Mahapurushaya. Text number eight. Harif se shaham cha juhu yad anak anale dwaha dasha huti. ओम नमो भागवते महापुरुषाया महाविभूति ट्रांसलेशन शिला सुखद गोस्वामी कंटिन्यूड आफ्टर वर्शिपिंग द लॉर्ड विद ऑल प्रेफेनेलिया मेंशन अबब वन शुड चेंज द फॉलोइंग मंत्रा वाल ऑफरिंग ट्वेल्व ऑब्लेशन ऑफ घी ऑन द सेक्रेट फायर ओम नमो भागवते महापुरुषाया महाविभूति पते स्वाहा Now we gonna read text nine together. Striyam, Vishnum, Cha, Brada, Asisam, Prabhava, Ubha, Ubhau, Bhaktaya, Sampujayan, Nityam, Yadichet, Sarvaha. संपद स्त्रीय विष्णु चावराधव अशीशा प्रभाव उदव भक्तिया संपूजाचेतसंपद स्त्रियं विष्णुं स्त्रियं विष्णुं 
वारध अशीशम प्रभाऊ भक्तियाशम पूजायन नित्यहम यदि चेत सर्वसंपदा प्रभु प्रियम भक्सु चाभवम अशीशम चाभुबहु भक्तियाशम पूजन नित्यम यदि चेत सर्वसंपदा श्रिय विष्णु चाबारिशम प्रभाऊ भक्तियाशम पूजायन निदिसपदा श्रियम विष्णु चाबराद अशीशम प्रभाव भक्तियाशम पूजायन निदिश्चेत सर्वसंपदा मतजी श्रियम विष्णु चरद अशीशम प्रभाऊ भक्तियाशम पूजन निदर्वसंपदा श्रियम द गोडस ऑफ फॉर्चून विष्णु लॉर्ड विष्णु चा एंड वराधाऊ दिस्तुआ ऑफ बेनेडिक्शन्स Asisham of blessings, pravavo, the source, u ubhau, both, bhaktaya, with devotion, sampujayat, should worship, nityam, daily, yadi, if, ichat, desires, sarva, all, sampada, opulences. Translation by Prabhupada. If one desires all opulences, his duty is to daily worship Lord Vishnu with his wife Lakshmi. With great devotion, one should worship him according to the above-mentioned process. Lord Vishnu and the goddess of fortune are, are an intimately powerful combination. They are the bestowers of all benedictions and the sources of all good fortunes. Therefore, the duty of everyone is to worship Lakshmi Narayan. Prepared. Lakshmi Narayan Lord Vishnu and Mother Lakshmi are always situated in everyone's heart Ishwara Sarva Bhutanam Hridayase Arjun Tithisthati However because non devotees do not realize that Lord Vishnu stays with his his eternal concert Lakshmi within the heart of all living entities they are not endowed with the opulence of the Lord Vishnu Unscriptious men sometimes address a poor man as Daridra Narayan or poor narayan this is very unscientific lord vishnu and lakshmi are always situated in everyone's heart but this does not mean that everyone is narayan especially not those in poverty this is the most abnormal abnormal 
menial terms to use in connection with Narayan. Narayan never becomes poor, and therefore he can never be called the Riddhar Narayan. Narayan is certainly situated in everyone's heart, but he is neither poor nor rich. Only unscriptious men do not, who do not know the opulence of Narayan try to afflict him with poverty. Hare Krishna. So we have been reading, this is the last chapter of the sixth canto. And in this, we are so far, just a brief update so that uh, we can see that Aditi is very upset with Lord Indra. And see what she wants to do is she wants to take revenge. And what does she do? Not Aditi, Diti, right? So she wants to take revenge. So what does she do? She pleases her husband very nicely. And who is the husband? So once he gets pleased, he says, okay, you can take any, any, any benediction. And then at that time, she discloses that she wants to kill Indra. So you have to be very careful, you know, how you deal with people, because we don't know what their intentions are. Uh, Kashyapumni was very upset with what she was trying to do. But what he did was, he said, okay, I don't want to kill Indra. I don't want her to kill Indra, because Indra is a great devotee of the Lord. And you can't just kill anybody, you know. Everybody has to live a certain duration of life. And the demigods live for a very long time. You know how, how long they live for? 10,000 years according to their time. And what is their one day equivalent to? Six months of our time. So a day and night of theirs is one year. You multiply that by 365. Right, so 365 becomes one of the, and then you multiply by, you know, 10,000, that becomes their life duration. So you can't just take somebody's life. That's why it says that if Krishna wants to protect you, some, somebody, no one can kill you. And if Krishna wants to kill somebody, no one can protect him. So when it is your duration of time, you know, when it is your time to go, then only you can go. So this is why it's very important that we should not take somebody's life. I was reading somewhere where Srila Prabhupada is saying, you know, this is a touchy subject, you know, that uh, a soul has taken shelter of a womb of a mother for a period of nine months, right? So it's just like you, you know, you get a house, you go to a house and you live in there and somebody tries to kick you out. How will that make you feel? You don't know, you know? So that's how it feels when actually uh, there's abortion and things like this. So we should be very careful in things like that. Everybody has a duration of life. Everybody has a chance to live and we should let them live like that. And this is why one of the principles is that we do not eat meat, fish and things like that. Just purely because we want to com be compassionate against other living entities. Everyone has a right to live. We should not take that chance away. So Diti is planning how to kill Indra. Now, why did she want to kill Indra? Because the actual person who killed her sons were, who were the sons? Hiranyakashpu and 
in a nutshell. And who killed them? Varadev and Narsingadev. But who went to them? You know, because they are creating so many problems. So the demigods went to them. And in charge of the demigods are? Is Indra. So she said, okay, let's kill Indra. And um, Muni didn't want to actually that, uh, have him killed. So what did he do? He supplanted, let's engage him in devotional service for one year. So this is the power of devotional service. And the mantra she saying is chanting to chant here is Om Namo Bhagavate Mahapurushaya Mahabidu Pate Swaha. So this is the mantra she is chanting. She is glorifying Lord Vishnu. So what happens is that this is the power of devotional service. This is the lesson we learn from this. How powerful devotional service is. So it doesn't matter what kind of desires you have, if you start doing devotional service, it starts clearing you. And once you get cleared, and in the end, if you, uh, I think in the last chapter where it says, so he became so happy that the sons did not kill Indra, but became very uh, friendly with Indra. Because in the beginning, she was not pure. In the end, by finishing this for after one year, she became pure. And when she became pure, her whole mood completely changed. Does that make sense? So this is the purpose of doing devotional service. In this, Prabhupada talks about deity worship. You know, this is, he says, you should chant this mantra while you are doing deity worship. Now, as what Srila Prabhupada said is that for his scorn, two things are very important. One is deity worship. These are like two tracks. One is deity worship and the other one is preaching. So deity worship, preaching, you know, preaching basically means doing Harinam, you know, doing chanting, book distribution. Prabhupada has expanded this in much, much bigger way. But deity worship is very particular. I was listening to uh, Ramasa Maharaj and he was saying that deity worship is, you have to do it right. You have to be very careful. And it's only done by Brahmins. Why Brahmins do it? Because Brahmins means purity. And when you do deity worship, you need purity of outside and inside both. Because there are certain mantras that are chanted that are only can be chanted by Brahmins. So you should come to their like, just like he was saying that when we drink water, if you touch the glass to the mouth, then the, your hand gets contaminated. You have to wash your hand. That's why you pour the water. This is how you, uh, people drink, if you see. So we learn a lot of things that they do. If you touch your mouth, you have to wash it. You should touch your mouth only to eat something, you know, or wash your mouth, that's it. Otherwise, every time. But we don't have all this cleanliness. So deity worship is very particular. And the other thing he was mentioning is that, he said that <clears throat> people have deities at home and they do not install it. And they think it's all right. So when they do worship him, right, they do offering to him, Krishna is there for the day. You don't worship him, next day Krishna is gone. Is that right? Isn't that the mentality? When you have a deity, they are there. Install or not install, as soon as you start worshiping them, they are there, Krishna is there. So we should be all careful all of those things. And in this verse, the verse we just talk, uh, spoke about, 
it is it, it is clearly said that when we worship one thing the other thing we realize is that from this verse i didn't even realize it until now when we talk about the super soul we always talk about vishnu right or the super soul on his own this verse shows that he is always with lakshmi so he's not alone there and who says those who people those people who worship him alone worship vishnu alone they don't get any opulence so what happens is that how do you know lakshmi is there where is the residence of lakshmi as far as narayan is concerned there is a golden line here right on the on the right side am i right and that's the res, that's the residence of lakshmi devi so lakshmi devi is always there and what does lakshmi signifies opulence right so when you're worshiping lakshmi and narayan if you're worshiping two together what does lakshmi do she provides all the opulences and this is where the devotees sometimes when they worship lakshmi narayan they become very rich they become wealthy wealth doesn't only means you know devotees are always wealthy isn't that right but when we say wealth what do we think of money but is that the only wealth you know what does devotee say what kind of wealth they have they have wealth of renunciation devotees are not attached to too many things isn't that right look at brahmachari simple life you know two three dotis you know a simple life sanyasis same thing right they also get fame look at the devotees you know you know prabhupad is famous all over the world who is more famous than prabhupad wealth wise what did shila how much shila prabhupad take when he went to us how much money did he take with him 40 rupees i dollars or something at that time you know 12 years later what did prabhupad have hundreds of temple all over the world hundreds of cars and everything he was probably the richest man in uh, in the world at that time he had servants who would do anything for him isn't that right devotees could if you can find one person who could give their life for you you are very you know yours and prabhupad that so many they took so much risk you no know, devotees in for example russia you know when prasila prabhupad there for one day he went preached to one person He stayed in the prison for so long, still preaching. You know, His Holiness Tamal Krishna Maharaj went to China. You know, at that time when he went there, if he get caught, he go into jail. They used to go and do programs in the hotels. They'll cook in the toilet. There was no water there, and they do small yagnas. and when they stands and the fire smoke comes somebody comes they kick them out you know that's it they never are allowed to go to the hotel again then they go to the next one and any moment they have if they get caught they get into jail and that's it you don't hear about them this is the kind of risk they took whom they took it for shila prabhupada isn't it right now you listen to our even you know we are thinking about okay these are senior devotees you listen to when you listen to this initial devotees the early devotees in melbourne you to just one day when you have time sit down with achantrupa mataji and ask what they did when they were doing distribution they may all went to jail most of the people 
They used to be chased by the councilmen all over the place. You, you listen to them, how much risk they took. So when you have time, you know, you look at, we have got it all easy. The temple is built, the deities are here, the kitchen is there, the prasadam is nice. You know? um, when they had the Radha the Mother Party, you heard of that the Radha the Mother Party? The biggest book distribution, they used to sleep in the bus. You know how they used to sleep? There was no space. They sleep one person had the other side, the other one this way, so they can fit more people. One this way, one there. It, it packed tight. One person tends, everyone has to tend. They were packed like sardines there. Yeah, that's how it was. They park somewhere. It's winter. The lakes are frozen. They make a hole. They take water out and they have a bath early in the morning. Now we find to have a, unless we have a hot shower, we can't take a bath now, right? Isn't that right? In the beginning, same thing. They didn't have a hot shower. You ask them, you know. A small room, everybody was living. Everything was small at that time. So many devotees, so many sacrifices has been made. And this is what a devotee has. People who are prepared to give their life. Who is more richer than that? Isn't that right? This is the wealth of the devotee. So when you worship Lakshmi Narayan, if you worship just Narayan, then you don't get the opulence. If you worship Lakshmi Narayan, you get this opulence. So this is the first stage, you get opulence. And sometimes, this is also a catch of devotional service because Maya still is testing you. At that time, if you start using all those opulence for your own sense gratification, then you fall back to where you were before you started devotional service. So at no point you should Forget that whatever is coming, is coming from Lakshmi Devi. And whom it should be used for? Worship of Narayan. You should never forget that. So devotee, you know, as soon as they become devotees, Prabhuji, can you move a, can you get, can you sit on a chair? Because you're facing your back to the deities and that's offensive. I, I don't want you to, please give him a chair. See, this is, when you have deities, you have to be careful. These are the offenses we can create. These are things that can set us back. So it's also important as those who know to tell those who don't know, you know. It's very important. This is how we help each other. So we have to be very careful that whatever we have, we use it in Krishna's service. We should never forget that whatever we have got at that time, and people, you see, devotees become very rich. Um, there was a devotee in Russia who got this idea, right? Okay, so he started a business. And he said, whatever I make, 50%, I'll give it to the temple, to Skon. And from beginning, his business became very successful. So everything he was 50%, he was very strict like that, right? The more he was giving, the more he was getting. His father wasn't a devotee. He said, oh, this does work. So he said, okay, I'm going to start giving 50% as well. So he's not a devotee, but he started giving 50%, right? And then he realized that his business was going up really well. And then he says, okay, the more I'm giving, the more I'll give more than 50%, you know. So this is the power of when you're worshipping Lakshmi Narayan, 
rather than just Lakshmi or just Narayan, this is what happens. Then at the next stages, once you get all this opulence, then what does uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu say? Na dhanam, na janam, na sundrim, na kavitam, ba jagat is coming. I don't want any of this. All I want is your devotional service. So that's the next level. Once you get to that level, then you are safe. But in the beginning, when you have all these opulences, if you don't understand that whatever is coming, you know, uh, it is by the mercy of the Lord, it is to be used in the service, you can easily be sidetracked. Does that make sense? The other thing it is said here is that um, some people think, or it was Mahatma Gandhi, I think he was the one who started, he started calling the poor people as Daridya Narayan. Daridya means poor. Right, how can Narayan be poor? You know, millions of, you know, Brahma Samhita says millions and millions of Lakshmis are offering, worshipping, not only one. So how can he be poor? So this is another terminology that is misused. You know, Narayan can never be poor. Narayan is Narayan. He is, you know, and we cannot be Narayan. This is another concept. He's saying everybody is Narayan. This is a Mayabadi concept. So we have to, this is another thing we have to understand that there's three different energies. One is Krishna himself, the internal energy, the external energy and the marginal energy. We are marginal energy. What does marginal means? It can stay in either of those two places. So if you become a devotee of Krishna, if you become pure, we are with Krishna in the spiritual world. And if we want to, we are envious of Krishna, we want to enjoy separate from Krishna, then we come into the material world. So these are the, we have to understand this. We have to understand our position. So whatever we have, we should use it in Krishna's service. Then it doesn't matter whether you are in the material world or in the spiritual world, you know, you become spiritual. For example, iron is iron, but if you put it in fire, what does it become? It acts like fire. It has the same quality as fire. So when we use ourselves in the service of the Lord, then we become spiritual heirs because wherever Krishna is, there is no Maya. So if you are with Krishna, if you are serving him Krishna, how can Maya be there? Does that make sense? So if you spiritualize yourself, when you chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Right, when you are chanting, we are with Krishna. We are on the spiritual platform. We are not anywhere in the material platform. Srila Prabhupada said, this temple, all the temples where deities are worshipped because it's associated with Krishna, this is his preferenalia, these are all spiritual places. This is why you hear or you, different people come to the temple for the first time and they say, I can't believe it, there's a different energy here. My brother-in-law used to come, he says, I have never felt so much peace in a place like this. So, because it's spiritual. Maya does not come, the anxiety goes away. So then there is happiness in there, there's bliss in there. We, as I said, I've been in the movement for about 30 years, more than 30 years. And up till now, I always said that, okay, in the heart is Vishnu, right? But in this verse today, I realized that actually Lakshmi is there. But we don't realize this. But Srila Prabhupada knows that. 
And that's why Prabhupada has given us, everywhere you go in the temple, right? If you go to India, a lot of places they worship only Krishna, am I right? There is no Lakshmi there, or just, you know, Ram without Sita. But what did Prabhupada give us? Radha Krishna everywhere. Isn't that right? Shakti and Shaktiman. We can't separate the two. Sita, Ram. Not only Sita. If you, if you want just Lakshmi, you also, there's a lot of people just worship Lakshmi. Am I right? Lakshmi Mandir? Right? They're, uh, what is their mentality? They're like Ravana. Isn't that right? What did Ravana want? He wanted Sita. He didn't want Ram. Do you think Ravana was a good person? No, right? He was his mentality, right? And if we do the same thing then, we are no different from him. Isn't that right? So we have to be like Hanuman. What did Hanuman want? Sita and Ram to be together. And Srila Prabhupada has very mercifully given us Radha and Krishna so we don't have to worry about all those things. Without realizing we have been worshipping them together. So this is the power of pure devotees. They give you something that you don't even realize. You know, this Maha Mantra, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. How powerful this mantra is. What does the Shastra say? You chant one times Ram, how much is equivalent to when you chant? A thousand name of Vishnu. Right? You chant one time Krishna, is three times equivalent to Ram, or three thousand times Vishnu. So how many times do we chant uh, Krishna's name in the Mahamatra? Four times, right? So that's equivalent to 12 times Ram, right? And then how many times we chant Ram? Four times. So that's 16 times. Isn't that right? Now that's 16. So when we chant the mantra, forget about Hare, we're not even there yet, you know. Just by chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Just Krishna and Ram is equivalent to chanting 16,000 times of Vishnu. Do you understand what Prabhupada has given us? Now you chant one mantra. Now 16,000 times 100 is how much? More than a million, right? 160, 1.6 million. You chant one mala, you have chanted more than a million times of Vishnu. You chant your 16 mala, you have done 16 million, more than 16 million. Isn't that right? This is what Prabhupada has given us, and every day we chant this Mahamantra. Without realizing, we have got the best. And this is why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he said, anybody who joins Skon, who chants this mantra, you know, who becomes a follower of this sampradaya, they get Braj Bhakti, because Braj Bhakti is the highest of all the Bhaktis. 
And we chant Hare Krishna, you know. Hare Krishna, this mantra has many meanings. If you, once you get into more detail, Hare Krishna, for example, one of the things is that when you are chanting this mantra, there are eight pairs of name. Each pair signifies each of the kal. You know, astakal, have you heard of that? The eight, par, eight times of, eight different time zone for Krishna. What is the first one? What time does it start? 3.36 to 6 o'clock. So that's the first time, that's the first. That's when we wake the deities up, when we do Mangalarti. Next one is 6 to 8.36. So that's the next one. Then it goes to 10.36, then 3.36 in the afternoon like that. So there are different divisions. So each of these Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna signifies different. And it is explained in you know, the first Krishna, we've got Hare and Krishna, they're together. So in the morning, Radha and Krishna are together, right? After Ras Leela, they're in one of the kunjas there. Then the next one is Hare Krishna, Radharani is cooking, Krishna is there. What is the third time? 8.36, what does Krishna do at that time? What does he do? He takes the cows, right? Who is with him? The cowhead boys. Is Radharani with him? So it's Krishna, Krishna. So Radharani is saying Krishna, Krishna. Doesn't make sense? And then midday, they meet together. Hare Hare. So Radharani, you know, Krishna says, Hare Hare, come Radharani, you know. Then, then the same thing like that. If you look at that each time, if you understand it, there's separation and union like that. So depending on what time you are chanting, just like we are chanting now, this is almost, you know, this is almost time for Krishna to go and hide the cows. Right? 8.36, 8.38, he lives like that. You know, so this is the time of separation because Krishna is going, everybody is following him. Does that make sense? You know, they're going to actually let Krishna go. And every day is the same story because everybody forgets what happened the day before. And Yashoda Maya is, you know, doing all those auspicious things. So Krishna is protected. She's telling uh, all the friends, make sure you look after him. Make sure you protect him. You stay in front of Krishna. You know, the Krishna is, oh, there's so many demons and like that. So every day, same thing is happening. She hugs Krishna and then he goes and he come, brings Krishna. And it's like this. And finally Krishna says, you know, Mata go, you know. I'll have to go and look after the cows. So there's so much separation at that time. The gopis are standing there, they become like statues. The mind is taken by Krishna, the body is left behind. And they only are able to do whatever they are able to do because of Krishna's mercy, by the will of Krishna. Otherwise they are gone. So this is how powerful this mantra is. So if you understand, if you read about this Astaka Leela, while you are chanting, you will be able to actually meditate much, much better. And this is what Srila Prabhupada is. This is the wealth a pure devotee has. What is more greater than that? How much knowledge Srila Prabhupada had? Now he wrote these books. What he wrote in 1240, whatever, you know, you can't imagine, you know. So much knowledge, you know, so much. 
Every almost all the verses has his own purport, which is which I was listening to His Holiness Tamal Krishna Maharaj. He said it's more important than the verses, some you know, because this is what is explaining how to understand those verses. This is the ecstasy of a devotee, and Prabhupada used to read his own books. Isn't that right? Prabhupada said, "I didn't even write it. I'm still learning from it." When you give classes, you say things, you know, things come out and you wonder, you know, where did that come from? Or something just clicks in your mind, you know, when you are preaching. It's just like, you know, Krishna gives knowledge and he gives forgetfulness, forgetfulness. So the more you do all this, the more you preach, the more you do detioship, you know, more you associate with the devotees, the more realization you have got. And the more you realize, the more advanced you become, the more purity comes. But at every time, you have to realize that whatever you are going through, as a devotee, it is the best for you. Whether you are sick or you are, you know, regardless, you always think, why is Krishna putting me through this? Because he has a higher purpose. You don't understand what is happening. There were some issues in uh, the Los Angeles temple and Srila Prabhupada had to leave. This is early days. And he asked Tamal Krishna Maharaj to take. Then he went to India. And then on his final days, he was talking to Srila Gurudev because he was his personal servant. Whatever he will, you know, he'll open his heart to. He said, when I was living in LA, I didn't understand. Why was I built such a nice temple? I had such nice deities. I had everything. You know, finally I was successful that we opened a center there. Why was Rukmani Dwarkadesh, am I right? Why did they send me away? He said, now I understand. Krishna wanted to give me a bigger temple. He wanted to give me a temple of Vrindavan. So this is how we have to see our life. Whatever we are going through, it is the best for you. Because we need to go through. I was talking to somebody today and the husband is sick, he has back problem. I said, we need to go through this. If everything was good, why would we want to leave this place? So when devotees start suffering, you, might, you start thinking two ways. Either I am doing, I did something wrong a lot, which is, we are suffering for that. Or the other is that my time is getting closer. Krishna is saying, okay, get ready, you know. Isn't that right? Isn't there a prayer that, please Krishna take me when I'm still able to think about you rather than when I'm drowning in my own because, you know, So this is very important. We have to see Krishna's hand in everywhere, especially in your life you should see Krishna's hand in everything. And whatever you have, you should use in Krishna's service. And when you think, you always worship Krishna and his Sakti, you know, Radha Krishna together. Don't try to worship Krishna on its own. Don't try to worship Lakshmi on her own. Don't be like Ravana. Be like Hanuman. Okay. So, any comments? Any questions? Hare Krishna. You were saying how we should be ready to serve, ready to do anything for the Lord, and we should be ready to serve Him using our mind, body, and soul. 
but we see in the past time of when our krishna was having a severe headache narad muni he goes to the queens of dwarka and asks them for dust from their lotus feet but then the queens weren't ready to give um the dust from their lotus feet so then how are they counted as devotees of the lord i didn't say what you asked me but <laughs> i know what you are asking so how they are devotees there are different levels of devotees so there are two kinds of devotees devotees who worship krishna in awe and reverence and devotees who worship krishna in sweetness madhurya ras okay so in vaikunta where lord narayan is everybody worships him in awe and reverence everybody knows that narayan is god so if narayan is god he can't do things to him you know just like you know, if you have respect for somebody right just like okay let's give you a simple example right there's a king right we treat him with so much respect we can't go and just joke with him right because we know his position but what about his family members what about his wife what about his children they sit on his lap isn't that right so similarly depending on the mood of worship how you treat so in dwarka they have a little bit of both but they everybody knows krishna is god there so all the queens they don't see themselves equal to krishna they see their servant of krishna and then how can they put the dust of of their feet on krishna's head but they are devotees devotees means one who is devoted to krishna but there are different ways of worshiping krishna but in vrindavan does anybody know krishna is god even krishna himself forgets his god you know that's why he's crying when mother yashoda shows him the stick doesn't they right so they are, they don't care and because they love krishna so much they don't care about it now what is the difference between the queens in dwarka they knew if they did that krishna's head will get better but where will they end up in hell right because they have to you know it's it's an offensive thing so similarly when we worship the deities the same way with there's so much you know you have to be very careful how you do it um i heard from someone that in the early days when subhag maharaj you know subhag maharaj is one of propas disciple uh bengali disciple i'm from right he was worshiping eh yeah yes yes he has been here a few times he was worshiping in london and you know when you dress the deity you got the pins and he pricks in and wonder the lord came what are you doing you know why are you hating me so these are not just deities they are persons but we don't realize that so you have to be very very careful right but what about the gopis they chastise him they tell him off you know the friends eat fast and say oh this is nice krishna try this you know that's why brahma got confused but the main reason why krishna performed this pastime You know what is the main reason? Because the queens were thinking, you know, we are saving him so nicely. 
We are doing everything for him. But why does he always think about the gopis? Why is he always chanting Radharani's name? See? So, we have to be very, very careful. Right? How we worshipping? We are not at that stage now. But Krishna wanted to show the greatness of his devotees. So he said this, my, you know, when Narad Muni went to the gopis, they said, and see, this is the messy. This is how messy, what that pastime has done for us. We should always thank Krishna for having a headache, you know. And I'll tell you why. Because what happened, they said, take dust. And then they started jumping wherever there was dust. And they made a big pile of it and said, Narad Muni, take everything. Next time Krishna has headache, he just put it on. You don't have to run back. He doesn't have to wait for that long. And that the tilak we put is from the same place. It's the same dust. So if it wasn't for that, we won't have this gopi chandan. Isn't that right? But what is happening is pastimes are happening. Krishna is trying to do a lot of things in one pastime. One of you was saying, okay, how do devotees worship him? What is the position of Dwarka Basis to Braj Basis? How, what is the position of a gopi to a queen of uh, Krishna, in, in, or queen of Vasudev Krishna? The other is so that we can have this chandan and we can always have the dust of the gopis on our head because they are the best of the devotees. Worshipping Krishna, Lord Shiva says to Parvati, worshipping Vishnu is the highest, but higher than worshipping Vishnu is worshipping his devotees. So by just putting tilak every day, you know, chanting Krishna's name, putting the dust of the gopis on your forehead, what happens to this body? This body becomes Vrindavan. Isn't that right? This big body becomes temple. You think about it, you know. This body is not an ordinary thing anymore. And everything in Vrindavan, what should it be used for? Krishna's service. So that's how we should. Put on your tilak, you take your bath, whatever we have, you use your body, mind and words, everything in Krishna's service. And that's what Srila Prabhupada says. This is very high. If you look at, you know, just a few things, you know, what each of the, each of the mantra means. You know, chanting Krishna's name once destroys more sins that you can commit. Isn't it right? And every time we chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. But you should do it with faith. You should know this. We should have this knowledge. We should, one of the offenses is not to have complete faith in the Vedic scriptures. This is coming from the Vedas. We should have complete faith in this, that it does happen. Make sense? Any other comments? Any other questions? Tick? Yes, sir. That we should donate uh, whatever we earn, like in something like what we can comfortably. Uh, but while we do that, there is like a pinch of uh, 
ego or you can say that expectation that we will get double for example that you're saying that if he gave like a russian devotee 50% he got more back so how do we like not think about that and try just to serve is better to give with that mentality than not to give at all so that's the first thing by giving you purify your your effort Prabhupada says that by doing 50%, giving 50%, then you purify whatever you are doing in Krishna consciousness. To understand that, you have to understand, are you married? Uh, yeah. You got children? Yeah. Now if you give something to your child, it's your birthday, right? You give him $100 to buy you a gift, right? He buys something nice for you and he gives it to you. Now, if he thinks, that is his money, he gave it to you. Is that the right mentality? What is the right mentality? The father gave it and I have returned it to the father. So we have to think same way. Krishna has given us everything and we are just giving it to him. So if you understand this, this is why I was saying, at every time you have to understand, you have to keep this in mind, that whatever you are getting is from Krishna. And all we are doing is giving it back to him. And Krishna always protects his devotees. The problem is we want too much that is not necessary. And we are saying Krishna is not giving to us. You look at the brahmacharis, look at these guys, you know. They get better prasadam than us every day, you know. Right? They get clothes to wear, they get nice friends, you know, they get invited to people's place, they get nice association, they chant, they dance, they come and listen to a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, philosophy. Isn't this right? We see it ourselves, but what we're trying to do is, we want more. And we are talking about 50%. This is meant for the grasthas. They're supposed to give 50%. And we're saying it's too much. What do the brahmacharis do? What do the sannyasis do? They give 100%. Isn't that right? They're given everything. So that money we are, that we are supposed to give is for our own purification. Krishna doesn't need anything, as I was talking about. Millions of Lakshmis are worshipping him. Lakshmi means opulence. He has all the opulence. Why does he need anything? It is for our benefit. You know, your father gives you something. As a child, you give something in return to please the father. That's it. It is for your own benefit. So when we give something that Krishna has given back to him, he pleases him. And whatever we do, our goal should be, whatever we do in our life, it should be to please Krishna. Simple as that. So have that mentality, keep thinking, you know, whatever comes in, you know, Krishna is given. So keep thanking Krishna. And if you have that mentality, if you can train your mind, everything is from, coming from Krishna, then when you use it in Krishna service, you don't. You know, you go and buy, when you look at it, oh, this is nice vegetables, or nice mangoes, you know, or that one is cheap, you know, then you don't buy the cheap, you want to buy the best one for Krishna. It doesn't mean you just give money, you know. What means is 50% of whatever you have used in Krishna's service. And the more you give, the more you get. This is the trick, you know. This has been proven. The more you give, the more you get. 
if you understand this philosophy and then you understand everything is coming Krishna, then you can give him more. That's why grastas are supposed to give charity. That's one of the duties. Brahmacharis do austerities. You know, sannyasis give everything, mind, body and words, you know, everything. Tick? Any other comments? Any other questions?